everybody. Welcome to Best Friends Club Podcast. I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. And this is Season 5, Episode 12, The One with Chandler's Work Laugh. Oh, pass. <laughs> you don't like this one? Well, no. Actually, there is some really funny stuff that happens in this one. I just yeah. don't care for Chandler's work laugh or his work. Oh, definitely not. His we'll colleagues see. or <laughs> yeah, any of that. I don't know why you wouldn't like that. That's so weird to me. Um, I was going to ask. Let's. Oh, go ahead. hmm. I was just going to say also the like having to laugh at stupid jokes because it's your boss. Like the whole thing. Yeah. It. I feel like maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just don't work in like an overly corporate environment like Chandler obviously does where it's like sucking up to the big boss actually gets you somewhere like that just would not matter where I work but um it I wonder if people still I I mean I don't know I guess I could understand like wanting to just like keep the peace with your boss and not like ruffle any feathers so like just going along with it whether you care that his jokes are funny or not what do you think I think that this was the 90s. Yes, so, good point. And I also think that he essentially works in like tech or finance equivalent. And so these are like mm-hmm. finance bros. And 100%, I think it matters that you suck up to the big boss. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen this in places where I've worked. Um, actually, oh. not places that have I've been employed, um, even though I think that even if your company tells you that it's not like that. There is always some element of that um, to an extent, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. About kind of like managing up, I suppose. And like, um, uh, okay, so, okay, so I take, so I've been employed three places. Two of them were not like this. It was merit-based. Yeah, you wanted to get along with your superiors, but like, right. I never sucked up to them and I felt like I was recognized for my efforts and did fine. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one place I worked that it was 100% about who you aligned yourself with, how much you sucked up to them, <sighs> like what they saw you doing and not doing. Like people who I'm like, well, yeah, but what does that person actually do? Yeah. And everyone was like, they just suck up. Like no actual, you know, necessarily. Oh, like yeah. I'm remembering this place economies. now. Yeah, and and I've worked at a lot of different clients mm-hmm. um, on projects, and there are I can think of one specifically where um, I was there quite late. Well, not that late. It was probably like six thirty or something. So not like late, late, but you know, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, but like so, like most most people were gone. There were still a few people floating around, and I was like taking a call. So I was kind of like walking around looking for like a place to um, like a meeting room to duck into, and I saw this one meeting room, and the CIO, Chief Information Officer, was in the room mm-hmm. talking to somebody else, and he like spun his chair around AC Slater style and sat <laughs> on it like backwards with his arms over the top and was like chatting. And then the other guy like did that with his chair too. And I was just like, oh my God, like this is how Ugh. like, and so I was like, I don't know if this like, cause that guy was, you know, quite high up. So I was like, I don't know if this other guy like actually really respects and admires this guy, which is like totally fair enough. But I was just like, this to me is them being like, this is how the you know decisions get made and like mentoring gets done. Mm. And I was like, I am so over this. 
<laughs> so yeah, I, I think 100% I can totally see. Like, I just think that you don't work in corporate environments. Yeah, that's true. I and I'm, But I understand, I definitely see where there would be like self-imposed pressure to like at least make your boss think you like him, even if you don't like, like this guy is obviously not lovable. I don't think anybody loves him. Chandler is leaning suck up in my opinion versus like just getting along. And I think that's where it starts to get really annoying. Like I could understand like, oh, just laughing. But he makes that big display of laughing. And so the guy thinks it's actually funny rather than just be like, oh, you're always joking. Like kind of, you know, from what I can see. What, what I can see what, what we've seen this what we've seen of this guy before is like he doesn't get that he's not funny. He doesn't true. get that these people are sucking up to him just to get ahead. And so it's like I think you're totally right. Like Chandler is leaning more towards the sucking up into, instead of the just like keeping peace and being cordial. But I'm pretty sure that like you have to if you want to get promoted in this environment because mm, that yeah. guy seems 100% like that type of person. Yes. And wouldn't well, even realize that that's what he's doing. He would yes. just be like, no, what do you mean? Like this is how we it get is. on so great. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think he definitely shows his true colors. Both Chandler and Doug, um, the dingus. <laughs> Doug. Um, when we like they invite Chandler and Monica to play tennis and Monica's whooping their butts because it's Monica. Um, I love when she's like that turkey or like what is it? That turkey is like basted, roasted, it's served or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her funny little analogies. But like Chandler asks her to sandbag the game because they're winning. Just to appease them. And yeah, Doug yeah, yeah. And Karen are not winning. And that to me is the first like Okay, gross. I if I was the superior, I would have no respect for somebody who threw the game. So they let the boss win. So you've seen The Crown, right? I have seen The Crown. What season? I feel like this is. Um, do you know what? It's either season four or maybe I'm more so thinking about that Diana documentary that we were talking about. Oh, mm-hmm. in her own words. Yes, and how it's mm-hmm. like the like which one was she married to? Andrew? Prince no. of Wales. Charles. Charles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Prince of Wales. I'm like, oh yeah, like I know which one that is. His um, Royal Highness. Right. Um yes, Charles like grew up in an environment where everybody was hanging on him all the time. <gasps> True. And like and like mm-hmm. he was always told how smart he was and how interesting he was. And so like he, so he kind of sounds like the same type of person where like instead of being like, oh, I'm enjoying a bit of challenge and like, oh, other people know more than me about some stuff. He was saying that like, well, Diana's not interesting and she's not interested just because she like he was really into Shakespeare and she wasn't. And so then he was like, yes. well, she's just not cultured. And it's like, or maybe there's stuff other than Shakespeare. But like, so that's the kind of thing where like, appreciate that you're the type of person that like, you don't want to be sucked up to. I think we can all think of like plenty of examples of leadership that are like that, though. And they feel ch- yeah, threatened right. by, by people being themselves. And they, I don't think they'd realize that they want to be sucked up to. I think their egos are just so fragile that they can't see other people as better than them because to them... That's what makes you be in charge instead of it being like, well, of course there's going to be people out there that are smarter than me or funnier than me. Like, right. I don't know. That's actually a really good point. Um, 
yeah, I think there are, you're right. There are a lot of people out there like that. I mean, we had a friend who was an only child and I feel like she ran into this a lot because her parents just worshiped the ground she walked on, which I'm not saying it's, it's lovely to like be able to dote on your children and like praise yeah, them. And you're, you said your and, dad did you know. it to you. My parents always did it to me. Oh yeah. But, but I don't think my parents would we have been also like, learned you should try out for American Idol. You are the best. <laughs> did they tell her that? I don't know that they told her that, but I feel like... But she thought she was a good singer. Yeah. And a lot of other things. Like, she just did not understand. She got really mad when people were getting things that she wanted, and she didn't actually understand why they were getting those things. Because... That's true. She thought it was unfair, not just like... It was unfair. She couldn't see around it that somebody was in a better... Was more qualified, whether that's at something like an after-school activity or like a job. Or, or getting into college. Like there were so many things that she just couldn't see around that there are just other people that have would, would have been better suited. Um, so I could see how that I could lead for to her. something like this. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the environment she was raised in. It was yeah, like totally. her parents, she never had to deal with the fact that like she wasn't the best at something. I don't, and I don't know like, not having siblings, I think, can definitely. But like, was she ever on like a soccer team? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. those of you out there so. that are only children, how did you turn out? Are you aware of how you turned out? Do you think you're funny <laughs> and people that don't laugh just it's their fault? Don't not understand yours? humor. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Honestly, but sorry. Yeah. So one other thing about that, I was just gonna say, with like the Doug thing, I cannot stand having to laugh at people who aren't actually funny that to me Mm -hmm. is offensive because like if you want people to laugh you need to be funny that's not on me that's on you if you aren't funny you need to just you know have a come to jesus moment with yourself and not like you have other strengths i'm sure but Mm -hmm. i just don't like when people are like they make I guess a lot of it was like dating in your 20s mm-hmm. when guys make jokes that are either not funny, stupid, immature, racist, like, you know, like whatever type mm-hmm. misogynist, like whatever jokes they're making. And when they're like, God, take a joke. And it's like, oh, no, no, no. The problem here is not I will me, when you make sir. one. <laughs> yeah. Like be funnier. Like that's. And so I just I just get really because it's just so much like emotional labor to make women and I do think it usually is women having to laugh at not funny men and maybe that is because in the past men have been the ones that were heads of companies and heads of teams and you know so Mm -hmm. maybe that balance is changing but um yeah I just I just really can't stand having to laugh at people that aren't funny I don't like doing it I don't think it's fair to me and so (laughs) so that just really bugs me about this as well is like if somebody's not funny don't laugh at them. They need to learn yeah, to be funnier right. if it's what just they desire is laughs. Them. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. And I'm so glad that Monica, like, stands Calls them on it. Yes. Yeah. It's so gross. And, but then at the end, when she's like, sees how it's oh, going to go coffee. south. Yeah. The coffee. She's so nice. She is nice. And I think at this point, she realizes, and I think we're all seeing, like, this just is what it is. It's too late. It's too late to divert now. Like, he just has to do this forever. Well, 
inter- so like what happens is she's not like Chandler, God, you're being a suck up. Stop it. Like she just goes, you know what? I actually don't think I'm going to hang out with you guys anymore. Yeah. Because I don't yeah. like, like she recognizes that he needs to do this, but she's like, I really like my actual boyfriend. So yeah. you do what you got to do. I just don't want to be around it. And so then I feel like, so like I kind of, you know, she's not saying like, stand up to your boss. She's just saying like, you know, I don't like this. So I'm just going to step out. Um, which is, I think that's good, right? She's not telling him to change. But then because he likes her so much, he's like, well, you know, I don't want you to not be around me with this stuff, so I'll just tone it down. But yeah, but then when she sees that, like, that's not going to work, I, I do want him to get ahead. And I, and like, yeah. So I, I, don't, I think it's just really nice on both of their parts. Yeah, I think they do. Except for Doug and Kara. Nothing's nice on their part. And like, is Karen just being held hostage, Karen? Um, Blink twice if you need to be rescued from Doug. It it is Kara, K-A-R-A, which is not what I expected at first. I had to go back and relook at what her name was because I definitely thought it was like a Karen or something. But no, it's Kara. I thought he said Karen. Wow. Whoops. Um, Yeah, but uh, okay, Kara. I'm just kidding. If that's you. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess you're right because she is – oh, look, I could go. I could go all in on, like, internalized misogyny, but I won't because it's a lighthearted podcast. So we'll leave that time. one. <laughs> Join me on my other podcast, Me Ranting. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Every Jokes. episode I think you're like, well, um, the world hunger crisis, uh, I could go into that, but for the sake of time, I won't. <laughs> Instead, we'll just uh, talk about friends. Instead, we'll just talk about friends. We'll just stick to what we're confident in, which is analyzing the show, every detail. Yes. Um, if you have any crises you'd like to solve or would like to hear us solve, you can always email us at bestfriendsclubpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at bestfriendsclubpodcast. Join us for trivia and we'll tell you when new episodes are posted which is only on Wednesdays so you probably already know that but we're going to tell you anyway yes um, but the trivia is fun the trivia is fun it's supposed to be on Thursdays but a lot of times it ends up being on a different day but we try time to make zones it a... work schedules calendars days are hard we tried the Monday yeah. one day Tuesday two day thing and just sometimes you gotta know what day yes. you're on to start with yeah um yeah but yeah, and so sometimes think, Renee posts old pictures of us. So if you want to see yes, some throwbacks. That's actually the the main reason I would follow us um, is the throwback pictures. Embarrassing which every time pictures. Ashley's like, I am not happy this is on the internet, but it is what it is at this point. Yeah, because like we've said before, like, oh, thank God we weren't in our most embarrassing time during like social media, but it's just happening anyway. <laughs> so like... We could have gotten you know, out of I it, do but think we're it's not. different, though, because if we, yes, but if we were sharing those pictures being like, oh, I look good. I'm posting yeah, this on or, Instagram. That's yeah, more true. embarrassing than just we're being on the like, other side of it. We are on the other side of it. So I really do feel for teenagers who are going to look back and be like, oh, I thought that those reels on Instagram were so cool. I thought I looked so cool doing those Except non-dance like, TikTok dances. <sighs> Don't get me started. <laughs> also, don't get Ashley right. started on TikTok dances. It's not dancing. That will be the second episode of her. <laughs> her it's not um, mayonnaise rant podcast. It's not real mayonnaise. <laughs> TikTok dances. They're not real dances. They're just hands. They're the Macarena a, part two. 
It's the Macarena. It, no talent. Okay, look, Renee and I have talked about getting TikTok because we're better dancers than any of those hand dancer lip syncers. Anyway, maybe we should just keep talking about friends before I get a TikTok. <laughs> I really don't want one. Oh, man. Um, yes. So Chandler's work laugh. You can stay where you are. We're not interested. Mm. Um, we have had people out write there in before. And you are suffering. Yeah. What? Sorry, you were in the middle. So do you want to just finish it? As I was trying, um, like, I think maybe it delayed or something because we both started talking at the same time. But oh. you go ahead. Um, if you are in a work laugh situation where you feel like you have to suck up to your boss, we want to hear about it. So yeah, tell us yeah, more. yeah. I was gonna say um, we've had people write into us before with like. Um, work like annoying work colleague stories and stuff like that and it's always so interesting especially when it's not your own workplace and you can just basically like eat popcorn and be like oh my gosh and then what happened next so would love to hear if you are in one of these situations or if your office is like this or something please share we want to commiserate with you we like your stories Um, yeah what else we have going on here is Rachel who in the last episode when she was trying not to gossip found out that Chandler and Monica have been hooking up. Mm-hmm. Mr. And Big. so, yeah. So <laughs> she first tries to get some information out of Joey, which I love this scene. It's so funny how she's like, okay, so yeah. how many times did it happen? And is he romantic with her? And he's like, mm, is he romantic? I don't know. Who asked I don't know. who? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. Like, any question. And I was like, this is so guys and girls. Like, I can ask Matt, oh, what would you guys talk about? Oh, we talked about this. Oh, you know, can you fill me in on some details? Mm, no, I just know what happened. Okay, great. Okay, Thank you. Okay, well, that makes me feel better because I thought I thought Ben is – like, I know that Ben is just particularly bad at this. Hi, Ben, if you're listening. Um, like, he had an interview. Hi, Ben's boss, if you're <laughs> listening. Um <laughs> He had an interview at an undisclosed amount of time ago, and he was like, oh, yeah, I had, um, had the interview. It went okay. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, like, what What did they ask? What did you say? Why did you feel like it just went okay? What about? And I'm like, if it was me, I'd be like, okay, I had my interview. It started out, but you know what I mean? Like, walk me through the story. Take me on the journey. Yes. He's just be like, oh, it's fine. And then I don't get any other information unless I specifically ask for that key bit of information. And I'm just like, come on, man. Like, yeah. dialogue. It's like pulling Dialogue. Teeth. Women are food bloggers. We are going to write every detail you never wanted to know. Yes. And tell you all about it. And men are one tweet, one single tweet, 140 characters. That's a good analogy. It went well. I don't know. It was we're fun. Like, we're like, do you want a recipe for chicken noodle soup? It was a cold, blustery day in London when I was On studying abroad. Oh, yeah. London, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. Um, but yes. And those I'm like, oh, just show me the recipe. But yeah, you're totally right. Guys are one tweet. Women are like a, an autobiography. Yes, totally. And we see a little bit of this in the show earlier when Ross and Rachel um, first get together. Yeah, the pizza place. And Rachel is like going on and on. It was so romantic. He's had his hands in my hair hair. and all the things. And Ross, so uh, yeah, then I kissed her. (laughs) 
Tongue? Yeah. Tongue? Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so this is also eating pizza there. Uh, so what is the big conspiracy? Do men not want to give details? Or is it especially when they're eating pizza and they like not to be disturbed? They just want to be eating pizza. Maybe you're on to something. It's just poor timing. Might be poor timing. But are they always eating pizza? This is how I don't it, know, but it's hard to get no, around. I kind of want a pizza. Ashley, when I was watching this, all I could think was, gosh, that pizza looks good. And then I thought, every time they eat pizza on this show, I feel like I say, oh, they were eating pizza. It looked so good. <laughs> That's how I always feel whenever anybody on TV has those like Chinese takeout. I'm like, Ooh, oh, yeah, I want Chinese. Oh, yeah. yeah. I am influenced. <laughs> Consider Order me. A- this is okay. This is actually also happens when you're watching The Real Housewives and every time they've got wine and you're oh. like, yeah, I should be relaxing with a wine, but you'd become an alcoholic. So just be careful. Do not try to keep up with those women because they remember they're on vacation all the time. Don't. It's not real. Don't do also, it. So an easy way to avoid that is to not to watch The Housewives. Yeah, that helps too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, so Ma- Rachel gets like absolutely no details other than monica and chandler have done it on the couch um yeah where and i sitting. love when she's cool. like joey and he's she's like i'm sorry making love made like, love <laughs> yeah <laughs> like oh yeah that's what she was mm-hmm. chastising about anyway it's a funny scene it's very classic joey and so rachel is just trying to like I don't know. I was like trying to think through like what would I do if I found – I think we've kind of talked about this, but like what would I do and how would I try to proceed if I found out that you were having a secret relationship? Renee, you would just call me and be like, I know what's going on. I know about your secret relationship. And you would go – and you would go, what? And what? like half smile, which is what you do when <laughs> you don't expect somebody to know what you're thinking. What? Who? Uh, who? <laughs> uh, that's so, true. So, yeah. Yes, but, but you wouldn't be able to, like, I no. don't think you'd be able, no offense, love you, but I don't think you'd be able to, like, keep it secret, no. especially for me or anyone that you were, like, super close with, and then, like, try to finagle behind the back to get the info. Like, you'd just be like, look, I just, this is bothering me. I just need to talk to you about it. Let's just be honest. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So, Rachel, here's, well, first she really tries to yeah, butter Monica this. up. And she's like, oh, yeah, I have a long lunch. Let's talk about you. Anything new? No, not really. Okay, uh, let's talk about relationships. Ooh, are you in one? No, none. What about you? Anything you want to tell yeah. me? And she's like, uh, I had a crush on the guy at the bank. And so Rachel is trying, like, more, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say she's being casual necessarily, but she's trying to, like, make it a casual conversation. Um. And she also tries like, oh, by the way, I made out with this guy from high school, even though I knew you liked him. I feel so much better. Okay, your turn. <laughs> Let's okay, tell you each go. other everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what ends up happening is she hears them talking on the phone and Monica calling Chandler Mr. Big. No, that already happened, right? I think. Yeah, because then she confronts her about it finally. Oh, yeah. yeah when I she says she heard I, about the, the Mr. Big. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. She when heard she, that last time. She, she, um, this is when she tries to go over there to confront them. And, right? Am I, is this well, correct? And then she says, like, oh, well, yeah, she says, I heard you call him Mr. Big. Yes. And Monica's like, I called him Mr. Bigot. Yes. So that is when she's like, oh, I made out with this guy in high school. I feel so much better. You go. 
And then Monica's like, I don't have anything to tell you. And she's like, I heard you and Chandler. And I, you called him Mr. Big. And she's like, no. Yeah. I called him Mr. Big It. He tells some really racist jokes. And then later. So, so. No, no, no. So, before you move on. Um, do you remember the time when I got caught by my mom? Like, she heard me talking about lying to her. And I just – okay, I'll just tell the story. I'm, so, like, trying to remember. Um, I dated this guy in high school who lived, like, quite far away. He kind of lived in, like, the next town over, um, even though we went to the same high school. It was probably, like, 40 minutes away. Yeah. Um, and my mom didn't like me going out there because his parents were divorced and my mom's really anti – no, I'm just kidding. No, his parents <laughs> were divorced and his mom ha- used to have to work late. Yeah. And so sh- my mom just basically knew that we'd be home – we'd be at his house alone and she yeah. wasn't into it. So I was not allowed to go over to his house. And so I was on – my mom called my cell phone once and um, he and I were in the car. And we had like met somewhere and then we were going to go out to his house. Um, and so my mom called me and she's like, oh, what are you guys doing? And she said, oh, hold on. I have a call on the other line. And so I was like, okay. And so then I looked at him and I was like, hey, what should I tell my mom we're going to do? Like, and he's like, what? Just tell her we're going to my house. And I was like, no, I'm not allowed to. Like, she'll say no. So we have to like come up with something else. So it was like, oh, we're going to go out to dinner or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, okay, I'll just tell her that. And then she's like, my mom gets back on the line and she's like, Ashley, come home right now. And I was like, what? What? And my mom, like, she flips a switch, like, like yeah. on a dime. And I was like, why? And she was like, I heard you just say that you're going to lie. You were going to lie to me. Ooh, and um, talking about damning what, evidence. And I go, that wasn't me. And she was like, what? And I was like, you must have got the lines crossed with somebody else. That wasn't me. I basically pulled a shaggy and just said, wasn't me. Wasn't me. Pretty much. Because I was just like, I had no idea what to do. I had no idea what to say. And so I was just like, no, no, your lines got crossed. And she was like, come home right now. And so I was just like, fine. And so I think I just came home and like, just basically like went straight to my room and was like, I don't want to discuss this. And somehow I like never got punished for it. But yeah, I straight up. Other than having to come home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't like. Yeah, anyway. Wow. So I totally pulled this one. So Monica's lie was much better than the shaggy defense. That wasn't me. <laughs> I know. She was just like, are you really going with this? And I was like, going with what? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. Oh, my gosh. The lines must have gotten crossed. Good one. Yeah, it didn't so work. Funny. Wouldn't recommend it. Wouldn't recommend it. I don't. This all sounds like very uh, on brand, but I don't remember it necessarily. Yeah, um, but I'm not surprised. I- I'm actually surprised you didn't get in more trouble. That's pretty. That's pretty. Yeah, ballsy. that's what I mean. Like normally, I would like, have gotten in. A- My mom loved to ground me, so uh, I don't remember <laughs> if I got grounded or not. That's a pretty, pretty like. I mean. That's a pretty decent offense too, like lying and then pretending like it wasn't you <laughs> that said yeah, you were and I was gonna lie. say, I was gonna say that like it was silly to like not let me go out there, but I do get that. Like if I had a daughter, I don't yeah. think I'd want her going over to her boyfriend's house without any parents home at yeah. the age of like sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, like we I, were, yeah. I don't know, maybe I was think I was seventeen, but I get it. Yeah, um, that's funny. 
Yep. I enjoy that. Thanks for sharing. Um, So, yeah. Have you ever had that happen? Where somebody overheard what I was saying? And then you had to lie to get out of it? I'm sure. I mean, I've definitely sent the wrong text messages, which we've talked about. But that's... Yeah. It's kind of the same, but not really. Um, (laughs) I'm trying to think if I've ever overheard somebody or if I've been talking and somebody overheard me and I had to try to backtrack but I can't I feel like that's like what happens when you're like in a changing room and somebody in the next changing room over (laughs) doesn't know you're there um but yeah I don't explicitly remember anything like that so if I did that to you I'm really sorry um (laughs) but anyone out there listening my bad if anyone's listening and waiting for an apology you've got it um but then Rachel finally is like, I'm just going to bust them because I'm sick of this. Like Monica's saying it's not happening because she confronts her straight up and doesn't oh, tell right. her. Yeah, that's when that's when then Joey comes over and he's like, can I read my comic books over here? It's hard yeah. to focus over there. And she's like, Monica keeps lying to me. I'm just going to confront her like in the act so she yeah. can't deny it. Um. Yeah, and Rachel goes over, and she just overhears Monica and Chandler, and she they're having their sweet little conversation where she's saying, I always told Rachel everything from high school, and, you know, she's my best friend, da 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 And um, Chandler's like, yeah, but we're just not ready to tell people, which I don't really know. I'm like, at this people point, two people know out of four, so, like, you're 50% of well, the they way don't, there. They don't know that Rachel – well, I guess they do know that Rachel knows because she's just come out and said it. Yeah, she just thinks that Rachel – believes her (laughs) right so i know i like when chandler's like wait a minute so you're telling me i have to tell racist Uh, jokes around rachel (laughs) (laughs) oh so funny um but yeah but then rachel's like when she's just like it's just you know i just it's so hard i rachel's my best friend it's killing me not telling her you know and then chandler being like yeah but we're not ready and so then like rachel gets it yeah and that's really sweet and she tries to make a smooth getaway and knocks mm. over a lamp and other things. And Monica comes out, which if I were Monica, I would not be the one running out if they're trying to keep things secret. Yeah. Well, this is just, again, how bad they are at this. Yeah. Like if we're having a secret affair in your room, those doors are always open. It could have been anybody. It could have been Phoebe or Ross or Joey or whoever. And... Yeah, let Chandler let deal Chandler with Let Chandler go. It's commotion. his apartment. Why are you guard-dogging his apartment? Um, <laughs> but he, she comes out there, and she's, like, in Chandler's boxers and a tank top. And it's like, oh, what are you doing there? And Rachel makes a horrible lie about needing a lamp for her I was going to borrow this lamp. Um, <laughs> look at my books Aww. more closely. Okay, sure. Uh, and Monica's like, oh, when I said I was at work, I meant this. This is my new job. I clean for Chandler and he pays me. And Rachel just kind of goes <laughs> along with it, which is really sweet Aww. of her. And, um, you know, she has her little moment. Congrats on your new job and all that. And yeah, then Rachel walks out. And I mean, what? 1.1 seconds later, Chandler walks out of the room. Like, seriously, they're so bad at this. She could have still they're been so in the bad room at or this. walked back in 30 seconds later. But they were like, oh, she's so gullible. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. guys. It's not going to last long with uh, moves like this. So enjoy it while it lasts. But <laughs> that would be really hard. Like, it's just, what it's would? still strange to me. Like, knowing that your best friend was 
having a secret relationship and having to like pretend like you didn't know. Yeah, and especially yeah. when you just want to be really happy for them. Yeah. Um, I still can't totally understand why they still aren't ready to tell people. Like, it doesn't really make sense to me anymore, but I'm not them, so I guess yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, and then finally, we have Ross's conundrum. He has been oh boy put on sabbatical on account of his rage. Mm-hmm. He is talking to, I believe, a psychotherapist on account of his rage. He has been kicked mm-hmm. out of his home on account of his inability to mm-hmm. say women's names at the right time because he forgot <laughs> to take his brain medication. He his brain medication. <laughs> and to really kick a guy when he's down, he finds out that Emily is getting married. Now, how long past. How long? What time is this? What time is this? So, I mean, this is episode when 12. When was 1998? This is episode 12. So yeah. one can assume it is about 12 weeks after their wedding was supposed that to happen. That is bananas. But Ashley, lest we forget, this is like four more weeks than they were actually together. So Emily just makes bad decisions. Is that the conclusion we can all draw here? That's what I'm seeing, and the only other explanation in my head is that it's, like, her first love, they rekindled. Right. Maybe. Okay. Let's write some fan fiction right now okay. for the what's actually happening. Because I was thinking, like, I was just going through this in my head um, as you were saying it, and she was seeing that other guy when Ross Liam. first came over. Was it? Liam? No, because Liam was oh, the guy no, that was right. like, I saw you the next morning. She was just yeah. dating some other guy, and that's why. But then she broke it up yes. with So that just sounds like a rando. So we'll assume it probably wasn't him because she broke it off to date Ross. So yeah, I could see it being something like Emily and Ross got engaged so fast that then her first love realized he almost lost her and then was like, I can't, I can't lose you. And then that would mm-hmm. – because otherwise, if it was just like she rekindled with somebody or she just started dating somebody, you wouldn't get married in 12 weeks unless you were, like, already at that point or it's Ross, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, if I were Emily, I would be like, okay, I rushed into this the last time. It did not I'm work gonna out for me. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to yeah. take my time. So I'm going to give Although Emily the Although we all know those women – who love, yeah. who just really want to be married, and they that's don't true. really care to whom. Slash, not just women, men, Ross yes, as well. Ross, for sure. But it didn't seem like Emily was like that, because even when he proposed, she was like, yeah, You're she crazy. was like, this is crazy. Yeah. Okay. And it, it seemed more like, oh, we'll do it eventually anyway, so we may as well get the show on the road, which, I mean... I guess could be yeah, argued, You know but... where they went wrong was the we'll do it eventually anyway. Like you think that because you're in the honeymoon phase. Totally. That's why you wait. That's why you wait. Um, but anyway, Emily's getting married. Ross got the news. Mm. And to take revenge on the British, apparently, he murders a scone. <laughs> Stupid I British hope... food. I hope you feel better, Ross. Um, he does have do rage. do. He does, and he is also just, like, a very emotionally needy person. (laughs) Um, Yeah. He, I mean, I understand 
but I don't actually think that he's hurt. I think he's pissed. Like, he doesn't seem hurt to me. Do you think he's sad that Emily's getting married or mad that she moved on? I didn't take this as him being mad. I took this as him being hurt. And a lot of times when people are hurt, it comes out as anger or other mm-hmm. stuff. So that's kind of how I always took it. But it could be, he okay. could be both. Could be both. I guess I'm just kind of like, I feel like when he got a little distance from it, like, did he, was he like head over heels in love with Emily? I don't know. You know? He was still trying to make things work up until like the week. Pre- when was he, when did she finally say, no, I'm not actually coming to uh, New York? That was know, like two episodes episode ago, right? Or nine, yeah. I guess that's true. But I guess I also don't really feel like um, when he was fighting for her, I think he was fighting not to get divorced more than he was fighting for Emily. But I might but be I, projecting But I could still see that like that's – Yeah, that's what I – I could still see him mourning that. I don't think he's like totally. angry she moved on. I think he's probably like, I was fighting for this relationship up until like three weeks ago. Right. And, and now you're you are already marrying somebody else. Yeah, that's how I always read it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Either way, he's falling apart. <laughs> he is just falling apart. Um, and yeah, he kills the scone. Scone's gone. No more scones. Um, then he is just like not uh, coming home overnight. Uh, <laughs> he's kind of skipped a bit. Yeah. So he was going to um, write that mean letter. Is that what it was? To oh, Emily? that's right. I was like, why were they Why were they in the apartment? It wasn't when he left. Yeah, it was when he was writing the mean letter and the chick poops on it. The Yeah, the duck poops on it. And I wanted to say, uh, I can attest to ducks pooping everywhere. I know you think like, yeah, ducks poop. Um, over New Year's, we were at an Airbnb down in the South Island and this duck showed up a couple days before we got there because there was a hailstorm and the lady was like, oh, I think this duck got like lost during the storm and he just like Aww. lives here now. He was so cute. But like he came and hung out with us um, on the deck. Like he just wanted to be around wherever we all were, which I guess mm. is like what ducks do. Um, so cute. So cute. And so he was just like hanging out with us on the deck. And we counted like within a 45 minute period, Ben was like grilling stuff. He pooped 10 times. <laughs> they poop it's a, a lot. lot, ducks. It's a lot. That is a lot. Um, That is a lot. He, I actually, I have, he's cute. I was going to say, I've got some pictures and videos. So oh, yeah, um, let's share those. I've got pictures of us hanging out. So I'll, we'll share some of those. But, but yeah, yeah so. So that's, I think, what Ross is like. He's all bummed, and then he's going to send some mean letter or something, yeah. and then he just leaves? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember what he does. But um, I love when Phoebe's like, wait a second, he did what? And she's like monitoring an argument between the chick and the duck. It's so You'll get your cute. turn. Yeah, um, you get your turn. And then she's like, I this think- is not over. That's what ends is some people are going to go out to a movie and Ross is just yeah. like, no, I don't feel like going. I'm just going to stay home and mope, which he is very yeah. mopey because the same thing with Carol. He is very mopey. Yeah. That's true. And He's a mopey guy. They come back the next day and they're like, 
oh, we went out to a movie last night and he stayed home. And they're like, well, he's not here. Has anyone seen him? That's right. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then they can't find him. Um, But they said when they're talking about going to see the movie, Joey's like, we're going to go see Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. They like get mail and stuff. Get mail and stuff. I saw You've Got Mail in the theaters. It was one of the first movies I saw with friends without adults. Ooh. This was like seventh, sixth or seventh grade. And I still have my ticket stub. Oh my gosh, of course you do. From that movie. I kept all my ticket stubs from all my movies I went to pretty much until like college. I have Which them all cute, in a bundle. Because those are soon going to be a relic. I don't oh, think the gotten... theaters are going to make it. Yeah. I don't think I've had a real ticket stub for a movie in three years. It's always like on the app. Yeah. Um. Especially because now you can book your seats in advance. It's like, why would I stand in line like a chump and get bad seats? You can like book your seats in advance. And but there's a movie theater here that has like table service. Yeah, there's a few I've seen that have like Lazy Boys and table service. Oh, um, the Lazy Boys are real nice. I more so like to go to the um, old theaters, like the historic ones. Um, And they often show, like, indie movies or, like, old movies or something. But when you go there, you usually – well, at least in New Zealand – um, you buy your tickets up at, like, the concession stand. And so you don't actually even really get a ticket. You just get, like, a receipt. Mm -hmm. So tickets is not really a thing anymore. Yeah. Well, and I'm like, these days, I mean – I, I've probably gone to like five movies in the past five years. Right. Because it takes a lot to convince me that I should go watch a movie in public instead yeah. of in the comfort of my own home. <laughs> so if I'm going to leave my house to it's watch It's going to be for the lazy boy and the table service? It's going to be with the lazy boys. Yes. Because, you know, life is short and chairs are comfy. So anyway. Yeah. Um, because I can. Um, but anyway, if I can find – we're doing some – work on my office upstairs and so a lot of my fun memorabilia is in bins right in like storage bins right now but if i can find my tickets i will post a picture of my you've got mail ticket so when was you've got mail in theaters was that 90 oh it must have been 99 just the one divorce in 99 yeah okay cool yeah um so when they're trying to look for ross joey suggests the trash chute He's like, they couldn't fit in the trash chute. And he's like, no, he could he almost could fit. Almost. And that's how I got stuck and in that's there. that's how I got stuck. I love, this is like the Joey logic where he goes like, I'm telling you. And you're just like, what? <laughs> I love it. Oh, he's so funny. Um, and then Ross just comes strolling in. Without mm-hmm. a care in the world. Just and of course, saunters. this is pre-cell phones. Um, so it's, it would be not unusual, but if somebody just, didn't tell you where they were going you wouldn't even know where to check like yeah after you check like the normal places they go which you know now it's like i just turn on find my friends and i'd find you right yeah um but anyway ross just like oh i don't know i just like wondered like he's just kind of like avoiding he's the weird. question and don't joey's like, like oh he hooked up because he was like i was just out don't you feel like he should mm-hmm. have said like oh, i actually like went on a date and then maybe they wouldn't ask any more questions. I don't know. Maybe they would. Yeah. But we've talked about this. Like, when you have something to hide, you are being more awkward yeah, than true. anybody. True, true. Like, you think everything is so much more obvious. So if you just said, 
oh, actually, like, I just went to a bar and I had a bunch of drinks. I just sat there and just wandered around the city. Like, you could give very little information and get away with it. But just saying, oh, I was just out. It's like, okay, what are you, a teenager? What are you trying to sneak into your boyfriend's house and not have Ashley's mom know? (laughs) Um, True. You know, it's like, but when you think, when you have something to hide, you act weird. Um, And lo and behold, guess who walks in just in all her glory? Freaking Janice. Janice. We love it. Janice. (laughs) I know. It's so good. I can't imagine watching that like the first time on the live broadcast and being like of all the people. Oh, it's so good. Gold. It's so so good. And I love when she's like, I am a young woman. I have needs. And Chandler, Chandler is, is in, in Yemen. Yemen. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, she's like, okay, so now good. before you judge. And they're all like, oh, no, we're not judging you or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's such a good moment. And then, oddly enough, Ross goes on another date while yeah. Jimmy and, and Phoebe on the side are having chicken duck nutter butter races. <laughs> judge. Which is judge I rules. also <laughs> judge. Nutter butter. Um, yes. Oh, tough call. <laughs> so it's it's weird. So because Ross is like, we actually have a lot in common, Janice and I. And Phoebe's like, wait a minute. You're not going to see her again. And Joey's like, don't put ideas in his head. And he's like, I am going to see her again. But I feel like that's very weird she dated your very good friend Chandler like annoying or not that to me is like hang on Ross like that's not cool I agree Isn't that weird? and I think this is a good example of um Ross holding other people to standards he does not hold himself uh, to that was weird for me yes yeah okay yes yep. yes so um when Joey wants to date Rachel which given yeah Ross and Rachel are like Ross and Rachel but he comes to him first and is like I mm -hmm. could never do anything without talking to you Mm -hmm. and Ross freaks out and is so mad at him um when he was up front and I understand being like free like it being weird for you and all that stuff like I don't understand I don't think you should just be like yeah man go for it 100 percent um but he acts like offended when Joey is just like being up front with him and being yeah. a good friend. Whereas Ross comes to Chandler once it's all said and done. Yeah, I agree with you. So like you're right about the like Ross holding other people to standards because he he goes out with Rachel's sister. Yeah. But then what does he say to her when he's like, this is different. This is weird for me. Like I can't remember what the comparison that Rachel tries to make there. But like – he thinks yeah, it's fine to just either. do that because he wants to. He thinks it's fine to go out with Janice when it's like, yeah, I get that Ross and Rachel are Ross and Rachel, but that's not Chandler's fault that he's never had that. And Janice is probably the most serious girlfriend he's ever had. Yeah. So, like, totally. up until this point, you know? So I think it's still, like, really not cool. Even, honestly, and it's also one of those things where it's like, it's not up to anybody else to tell you whether or not your relationship with somebody was worth you feeling protective over like okay I feel like we all know those people who they just kind of want to claim every they want to claim dibs on everybody Mm -hmm. and and if you're like okay well you know you know you maybe you had something with this person but like I kind of like them now and like 
there are those people that are just like going to get offended if they've ever liked somebody and yeah. you want to date them, but they like everybody. And so it's a little bit like, okay, sorry, at some point I'm going to have to not consider your feelings here because you're being ridiculous. But right, I also think that it's like, I mean, I dated somebody – Okay, so pre-current relationship, I dated somebody for a year and a half, and it was really fresh, like, right at the end of it. But after that, like, I wouldn't be offended if one of my friends wanted to date him because I was like, well, yeah, we just weren't good together. Now, there's somebody else who I, like, pseudo-dated for, like, maybe six months, but that one hurt a lot more. So you know what I mean? It's one of those things where, like, Uh if other people are the ones that are deciding whether or not you know, I should be cool with something. I don't know. This is why I just feel like it's like if you're actually good friends with that person and they're not the type of person that's going to call dibs on everybody and have like a permanent ban on everybody they've ever liked, you'd need to ask them beforehand because you don't know if maybe they just had some weird hangups with that person. Yeah. And, and Chandler I mean, I know seems that- like he would have been like, uh, your funeral, go for it, you know? Totally. And yeah, I think it's more about just like being up front and – doing what's the yeah. right thing versus like what's best what you want to do yeah. in that moment yeah, yeah. and especially because it's not just like I understand like the first night if they ran into each other and it was just like a thing I understand that he didn't call yes. Chandler in the middle of running into Janice in the middle of the night yes at a bar or whatever to be like oh hey I get that. yes I get that too yep. yes but he goes out with to, her again a couple to decide times. that they're gonna keep dating yeah that's different. weird yeah it's super weird yes and so they go out a few times and then Ross, they're at the coffee shop and Ross is just droning on and like, <laughs> this is what I ordered. <laughs> he, she is like, what is wrong now? Because he is just like, everything is wrong and all the talking and da 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 da. And <laughs> I love when she's like, okay, our. The day, our day in the sun has set, or how she says it, I can't remember. The, the sun has set on our day in the sun or something yes, like that. Yes, that's what it is. Yes, that's what it is. And and she's like, I'm sure you're wonderful, but you're just whining all you're the time. Whining. And, and he, yeah. I love that finally something clicks in him. He's like, hold on. Oh, yeah. I, Ross, annoy you, you Janice. Janice. <laughs> yes. So you're breaking up. Well, in the, yeah. That is a good hard look in the mirror, my friend. Uh-huh. That is a good hard look in the mirror. It is, um, you never imagined something like that could happen. But when Janice is breaking up with you because you are whiny, oi. Oh, that's rough. I love that. It's the kick in the butt he needed to be like, dude. It is. It's time to stop complaining. It's time. I understand you've been through something hard and I empathize, but like we have to move forward. It's time. Yeah. So I think that Janice really helped him. She did him a service. Right she did a, him a huge service. And we all know I love Janice. And while I don't want to date her necessarily, <laughs> I think she's nice. And um, <laughs> I think ultimately she has like good, very good intentions as a person. So mazel janice and hopefully we see you soon um but i do love when she like gets up in the coffee shop and she's like she sees joey and she's like well that's two out of three joey oh my gosh but i find I mean, it half I think funny and half like really cringy and creepy but it is it is she's making cringy, a joke, but also so. she is um, yeah. and it's something we can laugh at because it is a joke um but doug <laughs> 
Take notes, Doug. But we also know that Joey will absolutely never date Janice oh, unless no. he has a lobotomy. Yeah. So no amount um, of alcohol in the world. We're safe there. No, no amount of alcohol in the world um, would make that happen. So, yeah. So finally, oh, hopefully yes. Ross can get back into the swing of things. Maybe he can restore the good Ross name. And I love the very end. Where yes. he does decide to finally come clean. We've already said problems with that. But he's like, look, Chandler, yeah. sorry. This is what happened. And Chandler starts laughing and is like, what does he say? Does he say, why would I care? Or something so like that. And I, I do, I guess maybe Ross knew this because they're besties. But like, yeah, Chandler is a little bit like, you know, he was he was raised with dysfunctional relationships. So he's just kind of like, well, why, why would I be at mad or whatever? And Ross is like, you know, it's yeah. guy code. Like, you don't date your friends' ex-girlfriends or girls they're related to. And then Chandler's like, yeah. I am mad, but I'm going to forgive you. for for And remember that I did for all those all those things you said. Yes, all those things you said. Let's write it down, shall we? Just Let, so we remember. I think we should write it down. <laughs> and remember that I gave you $27. <laughs> and I let you live here for free. He's like, this is my opportunity uh, to get in, right? Let's write it down. But I actually do think that um, – Actually, maybe I'm curious what you think. What do you think is more off limits, an ex or a sibling? Oh, geez. Sibling. Oh, I think ex. Really? Yep. Because a sibling is, I mean, you're not going to date them. Um, And it's like, yeah, I don't know. I do think ex. I think ex at least warrants a like, hey man, I met up with Janice last night. I don't know if I'm going to see her again, but I just want to let you know. I think it at least warrants like a mention. Um, you don't think dating a sibling warrants a mention? I think it warrants a mention, but I also think that it's one of those things. Normally, when people aren't Chandler and Monica and sneaking around, like normally that just like happens naturally, and you don't have to have like a conversation about like, hey, I'm going to date your sister. Well, so I think I think the weird the reason I said sibling is because I kind of feel like you expect your sibling to be on your side and if this were to happen and it were to be like sneaking around or whatever, you'd kind of feel betrayal from your friend and your sibling whereas yes. like an ex, I don't expect good behavior towards me out of an ex. Like they don't owe me good behavior and also like I don't hold them to any standard. I would expect I only have a like a same sex sibling, so like I'd expect my sister to not sneak around with one of my friends behind my back. Yeah. I would well, feel very betrayed. Who holds the burden of telling the sibling the the dater or the sibling? So who is actually responsible for telling Ross? Chandler or Monica? I think they should do it together because they both Equally love him. I think so, too. But who do you think if you had to pick a side? Because you're saying you would feel betrayed by the sibling. Yeah, if I found that, like, if I found out that my sister was sneaking around behind my back with one of my friends, I would not like that. I'd feel like I, but I also don't, I just don't think it's cool with the whole, like, I hate being the last one in the room to know something, especially mm-hmm. if it's something that has to do with me, because it's like, okay, not only were you like lying and sneaking around, I also am humiliated because everyone else knows that I didn't know. And now I feel really stupid. Right. And so that to me is like extra mm-hmm. betrayal. The ex, it sucks, 
But again, I don't feel betrayed by exes because they can do whatever they want. Um, so I guess like between, so, so if it was like, if it was like a good friend of mine and my sister, I would want my sister to tell me because at the end of the day, this is also why I think sibling over X at the end of the day, no one's closer to me than my family. Right. And so I would want her to be the one to tell me in the case of Ross and Monica or Chandler, I mean, Ross and Monica are really close, and I do kind of yeah. feel like maybe she could be the she should be the one to tell him. Um, he and Chandler are really good friends, and so Chandler should be able to tell him. But I feel like Chandler's not very couth. I feel like Monica yeah. would be the one that would be able to like tell him in a caring, kind way. So I'd say Monica. Yeah, I think so what too. Are you? Yeah, so okay. that, I think Monica. Yeah, because I think it's more like. I think it would almost be more like sibling, hi, I'm dating your friend more than your friend is dating your sibling. Does that make yeah. sense? Like, yeah, because then and you I don't want to have to go confront case. your sibling. Right. And that's the same case with the ex. Like you're saying, you don't expect an ex to uphold anything. And I don't either. But I do expect my friends to uphold things for me. So I'm not yeah. holding the ex to that standard that they could never date any of my friends. But I do expect my friends to come to me if they were going to date my ex. Yeah, and you're I think right. That's where, that's where the hierarchy is in my head. So I'm like, I think that a sibling making a choice to date one of your friends would be like, sibling, you need to tell me that I'm dating one of your friends because that's where friend, I feel. Yes, you're right. But then if a friend wants to date your ex, the friend is the one that should tell you mm-hmm. or like check with you first. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, How about let's just yeah. all tell, I don't know, just stop sneaking around behind people's, just don't Actually, make your friends look dumb. it's Thanksgiving, not truth day. Not truth day. <laughs> yes. Hopefully, the sneaking around is coming to an end in the foreseeable future. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, that's all the sneaking for this. It doesn't come to the end in the next episode, yet. which is no. the one with Joey's bag and other, <laughs> and other things. <laughs> Among other things. Hmm. Okay. Well... We'll see you guys. Everybody get your bags ready for next week. We will see you then. Bring BYO bag. BYO bag. All right. Bye. (laughs) Bye.